Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Truck and Got Eastkite into Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark, and with me as always is my darling co horse, Spilled Beans. How you doing uh, today, me. Beans? Ah, uh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well now that we got the recording equipment back. Yeah, uh, uh I couldn't hide it from Twilight any longer. I was making some worrying noises and well, she needed it to I guess do that whole scene with Pinky. Yeah, but oh, and I was really worried she'd fucking break our equipment. Yeah, if um it was a real doozy having to keep it in one piece. Well, she's not really treating it with any particular respect, and also trying to hide from the camera at the same time. It was an experience. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing that this episode stuck in my mind for so long, uh, because I at least I remembered where the camera was angled for this scene, so I could I could do some some busy work without worrying about you know being shoved out of existence for a while. Mm. And you were such a good assistant, dear. I'm telling you, the 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 hench energy it, it it fills my soul. You're such a good hench horse, dear. I don't know what oh, to say. Thank you. Maybe my cutie mark is wrong, but hey, here we are. Aw, my little bean maid. Ah, uh, okay. Never mind. It's perfect. Aw. And dear listener, if you haven't figured it out yet, we are talking about season one, episode fifteen, "Feeling Pinky Keen," directed by same folks as always, written by Dave Polsky. Original Meridate. February eleventh, two thousand eleven. All right, what a what an episode to talk about. Yeah, this is um, there's a lot that happens here. There's a lot of like really good animation, a lot of like good faces and such. There's a lot that happens. Yeah, there were there were quite a few lines that were dropped that stuck with me for quite some time. Some mm -hmm. good, some interesting. Um, but I do find myself. Wondering why we opened with Twilight doing the magic she was doing, because, like, Art of the Dress was one episode ago. Yeah. Is this trying to have more of a cohesive storyline than we're giving it credit? Well, at least, like, I'm trying to make it of a cohesive storyline, and you're always reminding me that this was made before streaming binging was a thing. But, like, this feels like it was written intentionally to be really weird with the last episode. Yeah. I can see that. It's... Because <sighs> these are written and aired in a certain order. Yeah. And, mind you, these are apparently have enough of a lead time to, like, a short enough lead time that, like, they gave Bubble Wrap the crossed eyes in this. Yeah. Like, like because fans had already latched onto the character by this, episode 15. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I went to one year of an animation college back in, in Human World, like... Yeah, it generally shows were animated at the kind of freak uh, scaling that, like, halfway through the season, like, they'd be done, like, the first half of the season before the first episode came out. Mm -hmm. So they had space before, like, the final episode was actually released to make sure it was all done. But, like, yeah. there wasn't a hell of a lot of time that, like, there was, you know, finished episodes just sitting in the vault or whatever waiting to be put up. Yeah. So, yeah, like, again... Makes me wonder, especially if they're doing that fairly normal episode cycle, why we had the Christmas analog episode and then the fall analog episode. But okay, yeah. such is life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, it does seem weird to air your, your fall weather 
your fall episode in January? Yeah. Especially, like, in chronological order, right after your winter episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yikes. Oh, why would you do that? Uh, if I weren't Hasbro, I would simply air things when it made sense to air them. Right? But no, nobody hired me, who was, like, some random high schooler at the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, so. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this episode starts with Spike is, like, balancing a rock on his head and holding a stick, and, like, Twilight is using magic to turn these into, like, a top hat and a cane and such. Yeah, he's already wearing a nice suit, which, uh, later we learn was just a pile of leaves. Which, if this is the kind of magic Twilight knows, why did she need Rarity to fix her dress? Well, because, and, because it, uh, all turns back into rocks and a pumpkin as soon as someone gets distracted. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so Twilight is very clear on like, oh, you have to focus on this. We have to be focused, otherwise the spell won't work. It's weird that Spike also has to focus, but okay, whatever. And Sure, yeah. Because yeah. as soon as, basically, Spike gets distracted by Pinkie Pie being there, and yeah, the, rock, the hat turns back into a rock and bonks him. This episode has a lot more physical comedy, so if you like slapstick, I have good news for you. Yeah. This is the first, like, time that I have realized the writer is, had, definitely has an extremely masked name. And, uh, man, there's a lot of slapstick in this, huh? Yep. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Hey, dude. If you want to come on the podcast, all you gotta do is get hit by a horse truck and show up here, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll put you on the show. Don't worry about it. Dave Polsky, if you'd like to be hit by a horse truck, email <laughs> us at, at davetruck at isekai.horse we might drive a truck through your living room oh that uh, in minecraft for comedy purposes only (laughs) only only if he consents yeah consensual comedy purpose only in minecraft there we go (laughs) this is a consensual truck happening (laughs) Uh, oh fuck so pinkie pie is doing things She's just wearing one of those umbrella hats. She's, like, going around town, like, being nervous about things. Her her tail's doing a weird twitchy thing, and yep. Spike's very confused by this. Yep. Eventually, Twilight asks Pinkie Pie, What in the wide, wide world of Equestria are you doing? Which is a Doctor Strangelove reference, which is wild to me. Ah, uh, it is, and I love it. Ah. Uh. <sighs> Hi, I'm Dr. Strangehorse. Right? Look, I unironically love Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. It's it's one of my favorite movies, and that says a lot about me, and I'm not sure what it says, but I do love that movie very much. I haven't seen it in a hot minute, but I remember enjoying it. It's It's got a lot to say about um, nuclear war and yeah. how humanity views trying to survive into the future and conspiracy theories, which I'm sure... All three of those have nothing to do with the human world we've left behind. I'm sure our listeners have yeah. uh, have nothing that that feels like it's uh, uh, relevant to right now. Yeah, well, we're here in the wide, wide world of horse. Exactly. Yeah, we, we have no idea what's going on back there, but I'm, I'm sure none of those three topics are mm-hmm. relevant to current news. Yeah, well, uh, whatever's going on, yeah. Pinkie Pie explains that whenever her tail twitches, it means something is going to fall. Yeah, so, um... Remember all that stuff that fell in, like, 
the two-part episode with Nightmare Moon, like, yeah. Twilight herself fell, and, like, the entire cliffside fell, and, like, Nightmare Moon was released from the moon, but Pinkie Pie can have th- this very specific sense that means things that we've never seen before. Yeah, like, it's you can explain that, like, it doesn't happen all the time. Like, obviously, it doesn't detect when, detect when everything's falling. It doesn't go off, like, during the running of the leaves or whatever. Right? But, uh, yeah, this shirt does come out of nowhere. Yeah, like... Th- <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have this this talk now rather than just referencing it multiple times through the rest of the episode. But like, damn, I really wish people making kids shows or just shows in general would not give a character a character trait for like one episode that could make like an interesting character trait to play with going forward. But like, give it to them an episode way into a show and then like. I don't remember the pinky sense, like, ever coming up again. Yeah, I don't think we ever see it again. Like... Yeah. This is here for one episode, and it could be really fucking cool to have a character that, like, like Pinky that has this this thing going on that, like, she has a new pinky sense combo, and we have to find out what that is, and that's, like, the major part of the plot, but it's, like, if you're watching Pinkie Pie in the background, she's having, like, some twitches that are, like, the same pattern every time, and, like cool, now we know this is, uh, I don't know, a fucking villain is about to introduce himself combo. Yeah. And now, shit like that. That could be, like, much more purely, like, audience-aimed, like, in-jokes, rather yeah. than directly referenced by the characters. Now, we do get, according <sighs> to the wiki, the tail twitches come up, like, three more times in the rest of the series. In nine seasons. Yep. All right. Well... Put it up on the clock. We got three times to look out for for this. Yep. And it's all the tales, which is none of the other things. <sighs> Fucking just don't bother giving your character such a very like specific and like interesting thing for just one episode. Just don't do it. Or or like have a reason that like Twilight does a spell and the spell backfires and Pinky starts getting all these weird twitchy things that like are predictive of the future and like the end of this episode we'll get to it later but like that whole big event is the thing that like breaks the spell on pinkie pie so she no longer has the pinky sense and there you go you've got it as a thing that exists for this character contained in one episode that doesn't just leave a giant like plot chasm in your in your series yeah uh okay all right i got it in my system we can move forward without me talking (laughs) about that now yeah it's bad, I get it. It's, uh... Again, this is an artifact of serialization and before shows were re- like this were expected to really have continuity, but it's still, you know, we expect more from shows these days, and honestly, it's still a little frustrating back then. Yeah, like, when this show came out, these sort of episodes always felt like they were out of the fucking 90s, and the yeah. show came out in, what, 2010, 2011, like that shit? Yeah. Even the kids watching this... I would hope, would expect a more, like, solid storyline out of it. Anyway. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting, and it's... We've been over this before. I'm sure we'll have this conversation, like, 20 more times at least. Yep, we're... Thank you for coming to Grace and Bean's Negative Continuity Corner. We'll be back. <laughs> right? It'll be like we never left. Yeah, but this'll be a recurring segment, I guess. Uh... Oh, fuck. Anyways, Pinkie Pie's tail twitches... And yes, 
Twilight's like, that's ridiculous. That's nonsense. There's no way that could be true. I, magical unicorn horse Twilight Sparkle, think that's impossible. And then a frog falls on her. Yeah. I think you missed the thing of, of twitchy tail equals something falling. I don't know if that would, you'd said that before I got on that rant. But yeah. So apparently uh, twitchy tail equals stuff falling. Twilight says no. And then frog. Yeah. Which uh, we've had the same thing before, right? Like, have we? Yeah, I don't know. We had this with, I think, with Trixie. Was that it? When you say this, what exactly with, do you mean? Twilight being like, oh, like that's not real magic, or like that's impossible. Like that, oh, yeah, that, that's not that's not scientifically possible. And then someone's like, Twilight, you're a magical unicorn. What the fuck do you mean by that? And then Twilight <laughs> right? gets out her whole thing about how like magic is a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before that, because we do have the soapbox scene. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that happens later. Uh, Yeah, the the falling frog was dropped by Fluttershy, who is just, uh, apparently the local frog population is too large, and they just hop around and hit each other, which, damn, that's a lot of frogs. Mm -hmm. I apparently wasn't in the frog zone, because it didn't seem like we had that many. But yeah, she's just got, like, a cart full of frogs, and a basket full of frogs, and she's just flying through the air because she's taking them to Froggy Bottom Bog. Yep. Which apparently doesn't have all that many frogs, despite the name. Yeah, there's, like, just the frogs she brought at Froggy Bottom Fog Bog, rather. Yeah. I think we may know where all those frogs are going, but we'll get there later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, they sink to the bottom. He, yes, we'll go with that. Hmm. I mean, I, th- I think she's just adding food to a food chain. But, yeah, you know, yeah. also like she's like if she says this and Twilight's response is, of course, you're doing that in like yeah. the most like this. Hi, welcome. This is an episode where Twilight's an extremely shitty friend to everyone. Yeah, Twilight's an asshole. Like, yeah, all the uh, way through Twilight's just a piece of shit. Mm hmm. Now, you see, if Fluttershy was bringing you the frogs, you could be the froggy bottom. I don't, I don't know if I'd need frogs to be a bottom, but okay. But you do that's, need them to be a froggy bottom. That's fair, but am I a bog? Answer carefully. Not on in and of itself, but I think if you went to a bog with some frogs, then it would be froggy bottom bog in the same sense as, you know, Carrot and Kazoo Hill. Okay, fair. Yes. All right. This is valid. Huh. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Twilight insists that it must be a coincidence. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, in her defense, yeah, that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah, or, like, Pinkie Pie saw or knew that Fluttershy was doing this, and then, you know, was trying to warn Twilight. Yeah. But, like, Which, yeah, like, it's it's not a reasonable to, like, know what Fluttershy is doing, and it's like, damn, I should watch out for falling frogs. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, then Pinkie's tail starts twitching again, and Spike just buys in right away. Yep. And then Twilight's like, oh, pish tosh, impossible, whatever. And then she falls in a ditch. Ah, uh, Princess B- Bride inconceivable gif. Yeah, and uh, Applejack shows up to say, oh, oh yeah, no, pink sense is real. Yeah. But like, also, she falls in a ditch and and Spike's like, okay, but that was it, right? And Pinkie Pie's like, yeah, that's it. And she just throws away her umbrella hat, like... Pinky, do you have a, a sense that you won't have a third twitchy tail in five minutes? Like, what? What? How do you, how do you know your tail's not going to start twitching again, Pinky? Mm-hmm. Why'd you throw your hat away? It's like a nice hat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Applejack's 100% on board with Pinky Sense being real, too, which, yeah, which I mean... Applejack's don't Pinkie Pie a lot longer than we or Twilight has. Yeah, like, they're, ex- like, distant cousins, too, right? Like, they... Yeah, they don't know this yet, but yes. Oh, that's fair. I think there's an episode, like, a season two episode when we finally get that revealed, right? I forget where. Yeah. I remember seeing that episode, but it, that could have been anywhere within the first three seasons or so. Yeah. It's an episode that actually addresses continuity, which is part of why it sticks in my brain, because I like episodes that address continuity. But anyway. Yeah. What are we get? Where are they going to get to the Explaining the Royal Family episode, huh? What the fuck is Prince Blue Blood's deal? How does Celestia have a cousin, but he's just a normal unicorn? Yeah, we're, we're I'm... Yeah, we're gonna have a lot about that. It's a whole thing. Who are her parents? <laughs> right? Uh, uh. Like, no, that, that particular episode where we find out they're cousins, like, I don't know, I I like a show that's like, hey, we made a, an offhanded comment a little while ago. What if we actually, like, made a good episode about that, that, it, that like, kind of wraps a few other things together, but not like... There are a lot of shows that do this poorly, and that particular episode was very good instead. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get there, and I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll have a lot to say about it then. I'm looking forward to it. For now, I've got floppy ears. Yep, and then Pinkie Pie's ears get floppy, and then she's just like, I'll draw a bath for you, Twilight, and then a cart splashes her with mud. Yeah. I do appreciate that her floppy ears just, like, slap her in her open eyeballs. Yeah. It's a whole existence. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of very good, like, animation in this episode. Like, the characters are very expressive. There's a lot of, like, faces and body movements that you don't see in other episodes. Like, a lot of yeah, this is, I think, bespoke for this episode. Yeah, there's a few times where, like, Pinky's doing, like, a lean that has, like... Like, cause, like the, the, the normal, like, pony face is a fairly, like, smooth curve along, like, from, from nose to, to neck. Yeah. But, like, she gets this like, very angular curve on that instead, and, like, the mouth is just sort of, like, a little triangle, like, wedged out of that yeah. on a few shots, and, oh, it is a it is a really cute look. I wish they did more, because it works real well in the style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then we see, we cut to Twilight in the bath. A, a, a cart had gone by and splashed her with mud, yeah, yeah. which is, yeah, why she now needs the bath, because apparently floppy ears means Twilight's gonna get splashed with mud. Yeah, only Twilight. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Pinky, how do you know who's going to be splashed? Is that part of this? Because that's or unclear. She, or has she figured out that Twilight's kind of the epicenter of all this so far? I mean, she does see through the fourth wall pretty frequently, yeah. so yes. I think she's right, because the episode, when it's focused on characters, takes over their body and they stop acting like the pony we see most of the time. And Pinkie Pie knows this. Oh that, no, this is horrifying. Look, if I were Pinkie Pie, I would at least develop a... An idea for the comedic timing that my universe operates on. And know yes. that the one complaining is going to be the one the thing happens to. Mm-hmm. But also, like, episodes that aren't about Twilight. Twilight's a pretty good friend to everyone, every pony around her. Twilight's being complete asshole right now. Clearly the episode is about her, mm-hmm. so the bad stuff's going to happen to Twilight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> every day there's a new main character of Ponyville, and the goal is not to be them. <laughs> right? You do your best to not be the main character. Uh, and then we cut to Twilight in the bath, and oh, Pinkie Pie's shoulder is achy. That means there's an alligator in the tub. And Twilight believes this one wholesale. I mean, she just explains some stuff before this, like, oh, when my pack is itchy, because that's my lucky day. When my knee gets pinchy, it means something scary is about to happen. 
And then my shoulder's achy. There's an alligator in the tub. And Twilight believes this one, even though she hasn't believed anything so far. And I mean, to be fair, if someone says there's an alligator in the tub and you're in the tub, like, I don't know. If someone said there was an alligator in the in the pool I'm in and 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 I, and I can't see it right away, I still would probably go in for, you know, the ladder to get out just just in case. Yeah, that's fair. And then Twilight jumps out. She's like, oh, but why didn't why didn't you register that as something scary? And then like she pulls, we get to meet Gummy. Yeah, Gummy is perfect. Yeah, Gummy is a toothless alligator baby thing. He's great. Yeah. He gets pulled out of the tub and and does this really cute, like, snapping onto, like, Fluttershy's, uh, no, sorry, um, Pinkie Pie's, like, mane and tail and stuff. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gummy is perfect. Mm-hmm. Good alligator. Good friend. Yeah. And then, now we get the scene. We get... Uh, yeah. Twilight and Pinkie are, you know, they're walking. Twilight's like, I don't believe in this mumbo jumbo. And Pinkie Pie is like, Twilight, Twilight, you're a magical unicorn. What the fuck are you talking about? And the Twilight literally gets up on a soapbox. Yeah, she looks around. There is a box with, like, a soap stencil on the side and, like, bottles of soap on top of it. And she pushes the bottles off this box to stand on it. Like, god damn, Twilight. There's, like, an entire, like, soap cart. Like, there's some soap pony who sells soap. And this is one of their soapboxes the Twilight's standing on? Yeah. One of these days we'll find out that's one of our fucking viewers that somehow, like, <laughs> listeners rather, that somehow got in the episode and we didn't. And I'm gonna be so angry. Soapy Suds, if you're out there, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Write us. That's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, well, you're here. You can just fucking talk to us, I guess. Yeah, there's that too. Uh mean like when you're not busy being in the episode yeah how you doing dear doing doing good good just just thinking like because like strawberry squeeze and oh god uh the one that wrote us yesterday who's zip name, code uh, thank you i knew the last name was code but i forgot that first part like the two of them could just come and talk to us too but they they write us sometimes yeah maybe they like <laughs> it when i read their letter on the mayor yeah it's fair to be fair, I like it when you read their letters on the mare. Yeah, well, you're fun to read letters on. Ah, very good. But yeah, no, Twilight has her whole soapbox speech about how magic is a is a thing you intend to do, and, and like, you, you study it, and you practice it, and that's how you get better at it, and Pinkie Pie's thing is just sort of innate weirdness that is unique to One Pony, which, like, hey, Twilight, do we need to talk about that plow you lost control of at uh, winter wrap-up? Yeah, or like... And fact, ruined all the Earth Pony's work? Yeah. Twilight? Yeah, or hell, earlier today when you bonked Spike on the head with a rock, because... Yeah. Like, it it really feels like Twilight is like a hair's breadth from saying, magic is the thing I do because I'm a unicorn, you're an Earth Pony, you don't get that. Yeah, you're an Earth Pony, you don't get magic, Pinkie Pie. Ugh. Which, uh, it's a whole mess. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I appreciate that the show is, like, trying to head these criticisms off at the past by, like, having someone say, Twilight, what the fuck are you talking about? You're a magical unicorn. What 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 is the difference here? But it never really super makes sense. Like, uh. if you define, like, if Twilight just said, magic is when you make your horn glow and something happens, everything else is not magic. Like, that would suck but at least it would make sense right yeah i mean 
Does Sakura do magic? Like, she's more of just sort of an alchemist, which isn't the same thing. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, they call her, like, a witch, and, like, uh, which, like, yeah, if she self-identified as one first, cool, but I'm pretty sure calling Sakura a witch is not meant in a uh, kind manner, which is unfortunate. Um, but, like, I don't know, if she wanted to call the stuff she did magic, I would, I would appreciate that and call yeah. it magic for her, like, I, I would agree, whatever, that's cool. Yeah. I do the horn magic stuff. That's fine. Two kinds of magic can exist, and that's cool. Yeah, like, if magic is something you intend to do, then, like, I don't know, going outside is magic. Like, making yeah. dinner is magic. Uh, friendship uh, is magic. Like, Oh, shit. Oh, uh, uh, there it is. Ah, uh, jeez. Ah, uh, beans. Uh, oh, yeah, what? Hi. Uh, <laughs> like, if I say, quite exciting, this computer magic, is that magic? Uh, like... Yeah. Ah, uh, time for a weird deep cut. But hey, who here watched any of Ruby and didn't understand the difference between magic and semblances, which are two very different things according to that show, but aren't different things? Because mm. <laughs> some semblances are just you can do spells and stuff, which apparently isn't magic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, sure. Nice. That's a choice you made, guys. Nice magic system, dorks. Right? Uh, uh, there are so many better ways they could have done it. And instead, they made a show about their author insert characters flirting with teenagers. Uh, I'm glad we didn't get any scouted to Ruby. Oh, I would have loved that. But I also would have hated it. Because <laughs> damn, that show sucks. That yeah. show really sucks. Like had a lot of potential, but damn, did it suck! I never watched much of it, but I distinctly remember a friend like sitting down with me and talking to me about like, okay, so for the first like chunk of the series, there was one guy who was really good at using the software to make anime fights, and yeah, everyone else was just kind of working with this program that kind of sucked for everything else, and their job was to make this guy's fights make sense. Uh, rest in peace, Monty Ohms. Your work is amazing, and uh, you left us too soon. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you did agree to work with the guys from Rooster Teeth, who uh, had only ever written Ruby. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, uh, for people in Human World, uh, H-Bomb did a really, like, fucking two and a half hour video on, like, actually exploring some of the writing decisions and process and stuff that about the show so it's it's a mess for a lot of reasons not just because the writers were uh very much novices at their profession at the time mm -hmm. but also if you want to watch ruby but don't want to watch ruby um you can just go watch avatar and then like the last airbender and then uh legends of korra and then you watch those two and you basically got ruby because all the story beats just they just steal from there yeah that makes sense Anyway, gah, we're talking about all sorts of other shows, because, listener, it's it's a Pinkie Pie episode, so... Yeah, this isn't even uh, the worst Pinkie Pie episode we'll get this season. Oh, no, it's not, but this is definitely the first episode where my, like, when I was going through, I was... I think this, uh, even on my first watch, this was the first episode I was like, I kind of wish I just hadn't bothered watching this and just skipped it, actually. Yeah, because it's like, and this, Pinkie Pie doesn't do anything wrong in this episode, she's just like, you know humoring twilight much more than twilight really deserves and like twilight's just an asshole this entire time like yeah like oh it's a whole yeah uh, yeah like 
Again, Twilight's whole thing about like magic is when you intend for something to happen, not not this, which yeah uh, doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Yeah, but Pinkie Pie's response is very Pinkie Pie because Twilight's like, yeah, your your thing your thing is you just have one thing happen to you and then you you just it just means something else. And Pinkie's response was, nah. Sometimes I get lots of things that happen to me. I call them combos. Yeah, it's like okay, Pinkie Pie, tell tell us about your fucking. Fucking full to zero air juggle combo. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, All right. You, you see, you put peanut butter or cheese inside a pretzel, and then ah, oh, very good. So, like the thing, this is trying to draw a parallel too, and this is both, I think, obvious from the text and like Lauren Faust said as much in a a thing you can find. But like, mm-hmm. you know how especially older folks will be like, "Oh, my knees sore. That means it's gonna rain because you know, yeah, something, something barometric pressure or whatever." Like, yeah, that's what this is drawing a parallel to. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot more sense when you read it like that, which is why it's weird that the episode's message is sometimes you have to take things on faith. Yeah. Which it's, is which uh, is like We'll get there. Yeah, like the actual moral of this episode is like uh, don't be a dick about like your friends' harmless things that they're into. Yeah, that's a much better moral for this. Yeah, like, you know. If if this episode was about like, I don't know, Pinkie Pie has to you know, tap a door frame three times before she goes through or whatever. Otherwise, it's bad luck or whatever. And mm-hmm. Twilight was a huge asshole to her about it. Like, that would have about the same moral and not be weird about sometimes you have to take things on faith. Yeah. Either way, uh, once once Twilight learns about Pinkie Pie's combos, one of which means getting hit by a door, and then she gets hit by a door, yeah. Uh, Twilight fucking steals our podcasting equipment. Yep. I, I do want to say one thing beforehand, which is... Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. One of the combos means the sky is about to be graced with a beautiful rainbow. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. How did I miss that the sky is about to be graced? Uh, that doesn't really mean anything in, in terms of, like, the episode, but, you know, it's weird when I hear my name and things, you know? Yeah, I getcha. This is... I imagine most trans people who picked a noun for their first name have that problem. Yeah, like, my death name was a common English word as well, and then I thought, well, when I change my name, I'm not going to do that again, and then I did it again. (laughs) I picked an even more common word this time around, like... Right? But, you know, it's good. Now Now I have several people telling me, like, hey, I can't read the word grace without thinking of you. Which... Yeah, it also makes me like the song Amazing Grace Yeah, much more. I am amazing. You are! And it's very good for the virus gender to, like, have infected this word for people. Yeah, it's it's powerful. Uh, and besides, it means it's a lot easier to find jewelry with my name on it. Yes, per- yeah, perfect. Back in Human World, I had a friend give me a, you know, a bracelet that said Grace on it, because, like, she's like, well, my mom gave me this for, I think, religious reasons, but I think you should have it. <laughs> Uh, repurposing religious things for horny reasons is a mood. Yeah, I I used to drive past this place called Church of Grace on my way to get hormones. Perfect. And every time I think, oh, it's a sign. Well, of course <laughs> it's a sign. It's it's a good omen. Yeah, it's a sign for me, about me. <laughs> Let me get my titty pills. Uh, alright. <sighs> yeah. But then, yeah, so Twilight gets squished against the door, and then, as you said, Twilight... Fu- fucking runs into the into the cafe 
into the basement. We have to, like, catch up with her before she just, like, runs off with our podcasting equipment. That Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the cat's out of the bag. She could have fucking asked first. Yeah. Uh, I at least volunteer to go with her to, like, hook it up properly and make sure she doesn't break anything. Yeah, I mean, if you're going, I'll go, because it's a... It's already a two-pony job to get it, like, set up good and proper, especially in a room that's not, you know, meant for it. Yeah, and, well, it is fun to be able to stamp my hoof against the ground and summon my little henchmaid to come help. Look, it's extremely good. I agree. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah. Yep. And Twilight hooks Pinkie Pie up with this, you know, light bulb hat and this printout machine and... A bunch of other irreplaceable equipment. Yeah, the light bulb hat wasn't ours. Just, just, yeah. just so lis- listeners know, that wasn't us. Twilight made that one. Yep. Maybe we should have a light bulb hat. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really into the light bulb hat look personally. And fair enough. I don't. I, I understand a good mad mad science. Like there mm-hmm. were some like fucking beakers and stuff she'd set up that she didn't even take from us. Yeah. But like. Mm, the light bulb hat was a bit much. Yeah, like, as much as I appreciate a fellow bad science gender, I don't know, it seems like, uh, if nothing else, you're entering watch pot never boils territory. Yeah. They're, like, you put some LEDs through a colander and then put it on someone's head, and, like, get, have a little bit more showmanship in it, you know? Yeah. Ah, Twilight, dear, we have to have a talk about showmanship. There it is. Uh, she didn't even cackle while throwing a single switch. Right? I was, I was so fucking ready to to have a good cackle and just nothing. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do a good cackle later, dear. Yeah. Maybe make sure Twilight can see when we do. I don't know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do it while operating the espresso machine or something. Perfect. Sounds good. That'll hopefully give her some ideas for how to do it properly. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the equipment wasn't working for her. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Twilight has Pinkie Pie all hooked up. She's like, okay, all these science machines will record anything that happens to you. So we'll get a lot of data. And then she just doesn't react to anything. Because, you know, would you? Like, come on. It's uh, it's not going to happen if you're expecting it to happen. Yeah. And, yeah, like, Twilight, the, the whole Pinkie Sense thing has been fairly erratic. Like, this is, you've known Pinkie Pie for, like, a year now, I guess? I don't know. I've lost track of how long it's been. But, like, you've never seen the Pinky Sense until now, which means it's fairly irregular. Hey, Pinky, hey, Twilight, you think you're just going to get readings from, like, five minutes of of having her hooked up to a piece of equipment? Yeah. Like, nah. Your, your, your sample window is too low. Yeah. Plus, like, uh, again, as soon as, like, the person you're experimenting on is aware of it, it's going to change their behavior. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's like, it's like, I know both of us are people who quite, quite enjoy, like, just slapping at portmanteaus, but, like, if someone's like, oh, hey, Grace is really good at making portmanteaus of stuff, you, you should, you should see her do it, and then they, like, bring people over to look at you, and, and then it just expects you to make a fucking portmanteau, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it's like, as soon as someone says, hey, tell me about yourself, your mind goes fucking blank. As soon as someone says, like, Oh, hey, you're funny. Tell me a joke. Like, uh, uh, okay. Oh, have you heard the one about the, uh, the bell ringer with no arms and no legs? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
you know, it, it's like that, right? Like, put someone on the mm-hmm. spot never works. Yeah, it's, yeah. The magic sentence here, like, the, the thing we're really supposed to take away is that Pinkie Pie says, sometimes you just have to believe in things you can't figure out. Which, like, kind of a good message for kids, if worded slightly differently and with a slightly different episode around it. But yeah. Yeah, like, in that one Lauren Faust DeviantArt post I found... She says something like, a lot of people read this episode to be, like, about religion. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, my first watching this was like, did this show get weirdly Christian on me without noticing? Yeah, like, it's it's weird that the episode seems to be trying to say, sometimes people will try to get you to believe things without evidence, and that's good? Like, yeah. again, it's, I think the intended message is like, it's a, you should let people have their harmless little superstitions. Yeah, and even the, like, sometimes you gotta believe things you can't figure out is like, uh, hi, um, I, it took me a very long time to understand, like, how aerodynamics work, mm-hmm. but I can trust that plane fly. Yeah. Like, the, <sighs> yeah, there, there is a way they're saying stuff, and there's the thing they're trying to say, and those are pointing in opposite directions. Yeah, especially since this episode is, like, clearly about things that are beyond the reach of science, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. These are things that Twilight, our resident science head, cannot explain, but we should believe in them anyways. Like, uh... Oh, my brain just went a very bad place. Yeah. And it just... Re- it remembered Twilight's turf bangs. <laughs> And, uh, and and my brain instantly went, this is Twilight being a fucking gender critical at a, at a trans person. And suddenly I'm far more on Pinkie Pie's side in this situation. Twilight is, setting, but also like, Twilight is setting all this up to see if Pinkie Pie has a boy brain or a girl brain to figure out which bathroom she gets to use. Exactly. Like, mm, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a good lens to look at this episode through. And it's very projecting. But also, yikes. Yeah, like, uh, the episode, I think, and even, like, the, again, the Lauren Faust post I keep referencing and that I'll link after this in the description, she was like, I don't think we really sold the message we were expecting. I think this one could have used another, you know, go around. Yeah, you've got, you've got access to better internet than I do. Did, did the guy who wrote this write any of the other episodes? He, he has counted too many Pinkie Pies. Rarity takes Manhattan, for whom the Sweetie Belle tolls in Equestria Games, among his personal favorites to write. Oh, yikes, because Too Many Pinkie Pies, I think, is the episode that made me stop watching the show. Ah, <clears throat> so I think, I think he and I just have very different tastes in what this show should be. Mm-hmm. Also, I think he wants to fuck Pinkie Pie, and unfortunately, Weird Al gets there first, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> I didn't bring it up this time, you all heard it. <laughs> Yeah, it was me this time. I mean, I've brought, I've been the one to bring it up a few times, yeah, too. But. Yeah, I, I realize we are both fellow travelers on this, the Weird Al <laughs> Fucked Pinkie Pie train. It's a very good train. I, lo- I enjoy this train a I lot. I love it so much. It is my single favorite horse fact, because, like, the Patton Oswalt <laughs> thing is wild, and there's a lot of other, uh, like, good stuff that happens, but you cannot guess, yeah. like... The punch of Weird Al fucks Pinkie Pie. They have a Canonically. son. They have a son. Yeah. Uh, not only does Weird Al fuck Pinkie Pie, Weird Al fucks Pinkie Pie to completion. Yeah. They have a child together. That is so funny to me. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I love it so it much. It is the funniest thing that could happen. 
It's so fucking good. It has the best ratio of like, what the fuck to, <laughs> uh, ex- you know, shortness of sentence, right? Everything else requires a lot more yeah. setup. But this, yeah. ah. Yeah, it's a whole, whole thing. I have said this in like rooms in meat space and people, and people audibly said, what? <laughs> There's there's no way that's true. They've accused me of making it up, but it's canon. It happens. I love this so much. It's very good. Okay. Okay, anyways. Uh, But we need to get through this episode first. Yeah, so Twilight lets Pinkie Pie go. Uh, She gets squished by another door. Yeah. Twilight damages some of our equipment. Yep. Uh, She's not going to get to borrow it again anytime soon, that's for sure. I'm glad she got hit by that door. Yeah, same. <sighs> and did she offer to help bring it back? No, she had to go stalk Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go follow her for that while, while you were you were taking the rest of the equipment back. And like, oh boy, did they pick some music. Yep. And the, and the fucking explorer helmet thing Twilight fucking grabbed on her way out the door. Not a good look. Yeah, why is Again, she... especially after how the fucking... Show has handled Sakura up to this point, too. Yeah, like, it's fucked up that she has a pith helmet. Like... Yes! Thank you, I'd forgotten the name. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh... And she's got a pith helmet. There's, like, some very... Like, it's not African music. It's the white people need to make African music sound uh, foreign and and primal. Yeah, like... It's implied like she's on a safari or something, which doesn't make any sense. Like, she's just stalking her friend. Yeah, it it's just some really racist garbage for no good reason. Yeah. <sighs> she deserves what's coming. Yeah. yeah uh, By the way, is bees? Yes. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Spike runs across Twilight in her dumbass hiding bush. And, uh, and, and starts taking notes for her on Pinkius Piacus or whatever the fuck. That's, like, shitty Latin. Like, you could go for, like, Equite Pinkitus or something like that. That actually Mm. sounds at least a little bit more like an actual Latin name for something, but still being Pinkie Mm -hmm. Pie. Like, ugh. Five seconds of thinking could have gotten a better name out of this. Twilight can't even do a phony Latin name joke right. Yeah, like, even Spike's like, what the fuck is that joke, Twilight? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Um, and then Pinkie Pie's, let's see. I didn't even make a note of what the hell this thing was, but it was, like, she has a different twitch. Yeah, so, and yeah, like, her nose itches, and then Twilight's like, ah, but it, but then she hides under, like, this horseshoe, like, this, she had, like, a playground or something. She hides. Yeah. And then Twilight's like, ah. But a twitchy tail means something's about to fall, but she's hiding, but not an itchy nose, and then a bunch of bees show up. Yeah, which, like, one, Twilight, Pinky never said that there weren't, like, two tails that mean the same thing. Yeah. She could get twitchy tail or itchy nose, and both of those could mean something could fall, and that might just be part of, like, Pinky's sense. Like, you didn't ask these questions. Yeah, you never said it was bijective, right? Like, you know, it's not necessarily a one-to-one relationship. Yeah. But also the show defies its own logic once again, because when uh, Rainbow Dash was being chased by bees, she ducked into a bush and the bees couldn't find her. Yeah. And those bees were looking for Rainbow Dash. These bees are just wandering through and Twilight's in a bush and these bees just fucking go to town stinging her. 
What the fuck? These must be those x-ray bees I've heard so much about. Right? Like... They got some fucking <sighs> twilight-seeking bees. It, it's a whole mess. Bees that sting racist horses. <laughs> these bees sting turfs. Okay, alright, I approve of these bees. <laughs> uh, bees, comrades. Yeah. Uh, and then... Alright, so... So that all happens... Then mm-hmm. you get Twilight. I think she's a little banged up at this point, or like she's all stung yeah. up. And then yeah, she's covered in bandages over her stings. Yep. And uh, then she's continuing to spy on Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie does the watch out for opening doors thing, and she's outside. They're outside Sweet Apple Acres, mind you. Yes, there's actually a little bit before yes. this. Um, because the first thing, like, because Spike's taking notes for her again, and the first thing is that uh, Pinkie Pie is smelling a flower, and Spike's like, oh, "What does that mean?" and Probably the best line read in this entire episode is Twilight just saying, probably means the flowers, probably means the flowers smell smell good. And just like, yeah, that's, that's absolutely the tone of someone who's just been asked a stupid question and is in a very bad mood. Yeah. Like, mm, uh, perfect emotion on that line read. And it, I love it very much. Uh, I don't really know what to say without sounding like an asshole here. So here we are. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then and then it's the the opening door thing. Yep, and then Spike runs away from because they're kind of in front of like the you know the door at the front of the Applejack's bar, and they kind of it's one of those half doors that opens on the top and the bottom separately. And yeah. uh, Twilight's like, "Oh, pish tosh, nothing's wrong." And she like leans out the door to show us nothing wrong, and then she keeps walking, and then the door to Applejack's new apple cellar opens up, and Twilight falls down the steps. Yeah, it's a. Uh... <sighs> Why the fuck do you have an apple cellar? Yeah. Like, because the point of, like, a the point of storing perishables in a cellar is to, like, keep them cool, right? But you usually do this with, yeah. like, cans or roots. Dry food. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to keep dried apples, like, over a winter or something, you put them in a cellar. Yeah. Because a wet cellar is a cellar full of mold, and that's not good. Yeah, like, uh, I, I'm apparently people do sometimes keep fruits in root cellars. In fact, okay, so according to the Wikipedia article on root cellar, separate cellars are occasionally used for storing fruits such as apples. Really? Holy shit! All right, I yeah. I I have been l- learned about cellars. Then yeah. my bad. I'm sorry for criticizing your apple cellar, Applejack. It's a good idea. Weird fucking place to put it, but all right. Yeah, like, it seems weird to put it, like, put a door, like, right by the main- What it, one assumes is the main door to and from the barn. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would put the cellar under the barn, which is part of- Eh, whatever. Well, no, because you, you know, you use the barn as, like, a cider house. That makes sense. Yeah. And as we all- I... As we all know from the title of that John Irving novel, Woo! The cider house rules! Hoo, 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 hoo. Oh, I'm sorry, this is a reference I don't get. Okay, so the book is titled The Cider House Rules. And in the book, it refers to, like, these are the rules you must follow if you're going to live in the cider house. Ah, okay, I see. Yeah. Thank you for letting me air that terrible joke that's been stuck in my head ever since I read this book in high school. Oh, yeah, no no problem. Uh, they also make- I don't think I've done the the Hunter's Run uh, rant yet on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure by the end of the- 
end of the run, I, I, I will talk about Hunter's Run. It's a date, dear. Uh, yeah. By the way, Cider House uh, Rules, adapted into a movie starring Tobey Maguire as the illegal abortion doctor pre-World War II. Uh, oh, this is, a, this is a book with some themes, huh? Yeah, like, the movie is fine, but I think it falls short because um, the book has lesbians in it. There's a lesbian couple in the book, and oh. that character, Melody, gets completely left out of the movie. She doesn't even show oh, up. Oh, gross. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, the lesbians have this whole weird thing where uh, they break up because one of them gets pregnant. And Melody runs out of the house crying, shouting, Just tell me it takes longer, right? It, it just takes nine years instead of nine months for lesbians, right? And then runs out. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh Oof. Fuck. Uh Anyways. <laughs> uh, for people who heard me mention the... the book title hunter's run and may have just gone gone and looked it up please don't read it do not read hunter's run it's a very bad book i don't want to get into it right now it's a very bad book please don't read it listen to the horse anyway, don't read the book do not read the shitty george rr R. martin book hunter's run mm -hmm. <laughs> i realized saying that may make you interested in finding out why the fuck i hate it so much you'll find out eventually yeah hell you could play elden ring instead it was written by the same guy apparently yeah you could read the Game of Thrones books. Yeah. The, the Song of Ice and Fire books if you want more from the same guy involving uh, really weird writing of rape scenes and uh, murder and stuff, if that's your jam. Uh, personally, I, th I think he kind of peeped when he told everyone to touch Grace. Yes, correct. <sighs> I can confirm it is a good thing to do. Aw, gay. Uh, yeah, after after the tumble into the apple cellar. Yeah. Twilight has the wonderful, like, Looney Tunes. Not Looney Tunes. Warner, Warner Brothers in general? I don't yeah. fucking know. She's in traction. Like, she's got that fucking Squidward in Bandages wheelchair. Like. Yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. Like, she's in a wheelchair. She's like, her hooves are all bandaged up. Twilight, Spike has to, like, lever Something on the back to hold her hooves to her face so she can use her binoculars. Yeah, it's a it's a whole deal. Uh yeah, again, this episode is a lot more heavily on the slapstick. It's kind of a weird tonal shift. Yeah. Like is one of the things that kind of strikes me about it is like this is very much a like for the time, like <clears throat> boys cartoon episode. Like this feels like the kind of shit that like a cartoon aimed at do like guys of that era like young boys that era would would have mm -hmm. this is that kind of shit but it's in it's in this show instead and it feels so fucking out of place yeah like this is a show that's like it's called friendship is magic it's all about the interpersonal it's about you know their problems are generally interpersonal it's weird to mm -hmm. see like even trixie got like ran out of town right like uh she didn't even when she like Got herself into trouble with a giant bear monster. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. Like, like, it's weird to see Twilight be punished by the episode in terms of physical pain instead of, like, you know, her friend get Emotional weight. Yeah, or, like, her friends get mad at her because she's being a dick to Pinkie Pie the whole time. Yeah. Like, the slapstick character that this show already has is Rainbow Dash, who does not appear in this episode. Yeah. Like, it's even referenced at one point of, like, oh, what would Rainbow Dash do yeah. in this situation? Yeah, even though she is, like, she is Miz not appearing in this episode. 
Yeah, her and Rarity are missing, and if it's because the two of them are on a date, damn, that's a that's a relationship dynamic I do not have words for. I don't understand how that works. Rooting for him. I mean, yeah, cool, good, good on yeah. them. I just the two two personalities I don't think would be dating are the are those two. I think yeah. of the group. Like I think Rainbow Dash and Applejack both have the thing where like they like it when Rarity is mean to them. They like they like getting force femmed or horse femmed or whatever. Okay, that's fair. Like I don't know. I, I I think their dynamic is like Rarity and Rainbow Dash go to some go to that fancy restaurant with horse Mr. Belvedere and when he's not mm-hmm. sitting on his own balls, like <laughs> Rarity makes Rainbow Dash like use the correct fork and such, right? Like she makes Rainbow Dash dress up and like be all fancy because Rainbow Dash likes it. And Rarity likes to be right. a brat tamer. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> thing is, like Applejack, like Applejack has a lot less manic energy. Yeah, and which is why like Applejack Rarity works well. Like manic energy feels like the exact opposite of what works well yeah. with like Rarity personality. Why? Oh God, we're talking about these two shipping rather than continue talking this yeah, episode. Like, you know, I get it right because like Applejack is grounded, which is why she's a good match for both Rainbow Dash and Rarity. Yes, yeah, she's she's a good complementary personality yeah. for both of them. Meanwhile, as you were kind of saying, Rainbow Dash and Rarity are both, like, very high-strung ponies, very, like, 0 to 60 in 10 seconds flat type of horses. But in completely different directions. Yeah. And it, it like, they, like, I just don't, I just don't see how the two of them have, a, have personalities that, like, complement each other well for, like, relationship dynamics. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, c- I can see the two of them definitely being, like, friends with benefits shit, but I don't know. The two of them being on a date feels fucking alien to me. Yeah. Unless unless it's, like, a scene, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I did search up Raridash, which feels weird when, like, hey, computer, show me pornography of our neighbors. <laughs> uh, look, when your neighbors are weird internet celebrities in a place that doesn't even know about the internet... And mm, no, that does make it worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, of the ones that are, like, you know, more than just the two of them kind of being cute together, like, okay, here's a picture of, a uh, Rainbow Dash is doing push-ups while Rarity, like, sits on her back and, like, does her nails. Okay, alright. No, um, like... Which... Yeah, it, it's... it. It's hard to see these two having much more than, like, being, like, friend... Like, having the same friend group and therefore hanging yeah. out with each other. And also just being, like, fuck buddies. Yeah. But, like, uh, this entire thing I've been trying to talk from a, like, more romantic, intimate angle of this, and th- those two definitely don't have that yeah, kind of no, chemistry. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. But yes. I'm going to look at this picture of, like, Rar- Rarity is, like, has clearly forced Rainbow Dash to dress up all nice and d- done her hair up while they cuddle in bed. That's good. Oh, 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 can I, can I see, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, can I just lean over your shoulder and see this thing? Yeah, one sec. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I see the dynamic you're talking yeah, about. But again, and, uh, yeah. this is a scene, right? This is like... Yeah. Uh, this isn't like really the basis of a relationship. This is just like something fun they do when it's just the, them two while everyone else is off being in the episode. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty into it. They, whenever else is in the episode, they're, they're, it's their time to go have some uh, a good fuck sesh for a yeah. while and whatever. And it, I realize I'm saying fuck sesh, but I mean like kink scene as well. Yeah. Just... They're doing 
fun stuff together. Yeah, they're off ha- enjoying each other's company. Yeah. Uh, so let's just put away the internet for a bit, because <sighs> Pinky's tail starts twitching, right? Uh, let's see. Yep, her tail starts twitching, and a flower pot falls in her head, and then an anvil, and then a hay cart, and then a a piano, an upright piano. Yeah. And then we pan up to see a, a bubble wrap, and I think this other one is Raindrop, have dropped a bunch of stuff out of a moving truck and onto Twilight's head. Yeah. There's a, there's a rather gruff, like, stallion who seems to be rather upset with them for having dropped it. But, like, if you're moving the giant moving van truck cart thing, like, maybe close the back? Like, there's no way this is, like, the correct way to get two Pegasi to move a piano. Correct. Uh, yeah. Or an anvil. Like, why? Yeah, like... If they're supposed to be moving, I mean, maybe that's what happened here. They're like, they forgot to close the back. Or, like... Uh, I guess? I don't know. Because, like, there's it's... nowhere for them to be moving this stuff into. They're just kind of floating in midair. Like, they're not moving this into any pony's house. And, like, I don't I don't know how the rules of, like, Pegasi cloud magic works. But I don't think, like, you can just have a piano on your cloud and have that work. Yeah, like, I, maybe they're moving stuff for, like, an Earth Pony or something, but even then, like... Yeah, but then, the only explanation for why is the door open now above Twilight's head is they forgot to lock the back? Yeah, and it's also, like, one of the things they drop is, like, a cart with hay bales on yeah, it. Yeah, how did that even fit in a moving truck? I mean, maybe it didn't, because, like, when we saw Fluttershy earlier... Like, when she was, and she had that, the cart that she was dragging, it just kind of floated in the air behind her, like yeah. it was on the ground. Which, I, I guess is some Pegasi magic shit, mm-hmm. but like, then how'd they drop the fucking cart? Yeah. The, the scene is baffling and upsetting, and I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, again, it's, it's a weird tonal shift, right? Like, it's, this isn't the sort of thing that usually happens in this, and not usually, like, to this extent, right? Like... Yeah, sometimes Spike will fall or, like, be the comic relief for a scene, but, like, it's never this bad. Yeah, like, like, Twilight falling down the cellar stairs and, like, Applejack trying to talk to her and, like, Twilight, like, it's implied that, like, Twilight's not responding. Like, she's been, like, fucking concussed by falling down these stairs or whatever. And then, like, we see her later and she's, like, all bandaged up and stuff and, like, in a wheelchair. Like, that is already more physical violence than this show has had. Yeah, it's more physical violence than, like, fighting Nightmare Moon, right? Like, even, like... Yeah, that was just some, some, like, gay rainbow laser stuff. Yeah, like, again, when Trixie, like... When Trixie's actions wound up, like, having this giant bear moss rampaging through town, everyone was fine. Like, not a single soul got hurt. But now, yeah, like, like a, a single building got like the roof crushed a bit, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, like, but like Twilight commits the grave sin of like not believe, trying to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, of like asking questions about the world and being curious, and like she is punished time and time again. She's in traction. Yeah. Well, the good news is, um, the next time we see Twilight after this, she's just walking around on her bandage tubes. Yeah. So the fucking anvil landing directly on her skull somehow fixed whatever falling down the 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 cellar stairs broke. yeah that was a medicinal piano that was, that was prescription <laughs> right yeah 
Uh, see, they only actually meant to drop the anvil on her and then the piano. The the flower pot and the hay bale is why they were looking so bashful. Yeah. Because those were accidental. You know how in cartoons, uh, as long as you get hit on the head an even number of times, you don't get amnesia? Ah, uh, fuck. I'm just saying exactly four things landed on Twilight, so she's fine. Correct. But the, she landed on the stairs, which started all this. Yeah. So is that... But I guess that was her landing on stairs, not the stairs landing on her. Yeah. Look, she's fine now, all right? She she got be Yeah. She's been pianoed back to perfect health. Yeah. I mean, she still has the leg bandages and she's looking a little little scuffed, but don't worry, that's fine. Mm -hmm. She's a cartoon, I guess. She'll be fine. Yeah. Cuz cuz Pinky Sense goes off again and this time it's just a full body vibration. Yeah, Pinky and... is vibing. Yeah, and not in a good way. Yeah, she is pretty violently shaking up and down. And yeah, she doesn't know what it is. This has never happened before, but they're going to Foggy Bottom, Froggy Bottom Bog. Uh, it's going to be a doozy at Froggy Bottom Bog. Yep. Which, hey, Pinkie Pie, how do you know location yeah. now? Like, please explain. <sighs> uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, weird episode. Yeah. And then... So as they're walking to Froggy Bottom Bog, uh, uh before that, yeah. one actually other thing, because like she she like and, and then there's like the the spike hit, like brings up like oh wait no that's where Fluttershy is and like Pinkie Pie, uh, Applejack and 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 um Spike all like as Twilight's talking about how this doesn't make sense and like isn't logical and all that kind of shit like they just leave her behind as they go running off to. Froggy Bottom Bog to go check in on on Fluttershy, yeah. and Twilight just Twilight comes running after them, and just because now the animators have to make her move around, all her injuries are gone. Yeah. Uh, and 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 she scoops up Spike because he's shorter, like shorter and slower than yeah, the rest of them. Yeah, he's got little legs. Yeah, and he's like, I thought you didn't believe in this stuff. And Twilight's like, I don't. I'm just here to make sure I can see Pinkie Pie's face when it turns out Fluttershy's fine. And it's like, Twilight, Pinkie Pie's been right six, seven times in the episode now, like directly in front of you in this one yeah, day. Yeah, Pinkie Pie has a perfect track record. Yeah. And like, mind you, even if Pinkie Pie is wrong here, that is one of eight situations where she was wrong and the rest of them she was right like yeah like this is a credible threat on fluttershy right this is like yeah uh, this is this is there's an alligator in the bathtub like right Th this is an actual threat you want to check it even if the the in, like source of it is a little questionable yeah like twilight is an asshole here like this yes. is like Ah, uh, I can't wait for my friend to not be in danger and everything to be fine. Like, uh, uh, but we do get a very good conversation on the way, which is like, Mike is like, oh no, what if she exploded? And then, uh, uh, and then he has this really good conversation with Applejack where like, oh, wait, can you explode twice? Yeah, the, can, can you do that? Can you explode twice? Yeah. Is a line that stuck with me for a very long period of time with just like, Ha like again the line delivery from it and just like the conversation that spawned from it was very good y yeah um, uh. before that the start of that conversation was also actually a line i really like yeah. which was like um uh, uh 
Spike asks Applejack, like, so so what do you think happened to, to Fluttershy? And Applejack says, I'm trying not to think about it. And Spike's response is possibly one of the most fucking relatable lines. And it's just, yeah, me too, but I'm <laughs> thinking about it anyway. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, that's like the... Have you ever... Like, it always amazes me when a fucking kid's show has just such, like, a line that looks directly into your anxious adult heart yep. and just says, I fucking see you. <laughs> oh, it's good. Ah, uh, It hurts. Yeah. It hurts, but in a very good yeah, way. Like, well, what if she exploded? It's exploded for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they, they, they push past it for the expl- exploding conversation, yeah. but, like, ugh. Can you do that? Could you explode twice? Abernathy? No, of course not. Yeah. Like, Applejack was defiant like, with, with her exploding, but exploding twice? Come on. I mean, uh, it was, like, when, when when Spike was originally like, oh, what if she exploded? Like, both Applejack and Twilight were like, eh, and it's Pinkie Pie who brings up exploding twice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a whole, yeah, it's a whole conversation with some, like, really good lines, but also good lines for completely different reasons. Yeah. Ah. Uh. And, and Twilight finally gets Spike to shut up by stepping on his tail and when she gets up like normally spike's tail is like maybe a third of his entire body length when she get lets her foot off his tail it's like twice the rest of his body and like a jaggedy little mess it's actually pretty funny yeah that was that was actually some good slapstick because like it's not commented on it's just like she stamps down and like his tail stretches out because he's still walking forward and then she lets go and it just kind of pops up in his little like squiggly shape and he's just looking back at his tail like lightly concerned yeah. <laughs> and oh uh, that is such a good little bit stretchy butt and it just goes by so quickly yeah uh, uh, anyways they get to the bog yeah. and there's a hydra yeah. there yeah yeah twilight's having her whole speech but see i was right none of this is real and fluttershy is fine and during this entire speech like, she's coughing more and more, because apparently Hydra's stink or something. Yeah, like, I think it's supposed to be kicking up dust or something? Or, like, bog gas? Yeah. I don't know. Ah, yes. Hydra farts. I guess. But, yeah. Uh, and, and it does, you know, the, the classic cartoon thing of, like, the monster rears up to its full height, and everyone else is like, oh, you should look behind you, and the person talking is like, nah, I'm not gonna look behind me until I'm done talking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to hear the end of any sentences. Yeah. Except mine. And she fucking turns around, and three of the Hydra's heads start roaring, and the fourth one looks around confused, and then joins in roaring afterwards. And, mwah, what a good joke. Classic bit. Mwah. Classic. Huh. Oh, God. Yep. And, uh, there's a lot of running, a lot of spike sinking. Yeah, uh, Pinky is the first one to almost get chomped by the Hydra, and, like... Uh, uh, Twilight, like, drags her away, and then the next time we see her, she is running through the air above Fluttershy, who's running on the ground, because Fluttershy just doesn't like to fly sometimes. Yeah. Which, like... And, like, Fluttershy apologizes to a frog on her way past for... for like, I guess letting it... submitting it to its doom, not saving it. Yeah, like, are you apologizing for leaving the frog behind because it's slower than you are? Are you apologizing for delivering this cartload of frogs to this fucking hydra to eat later? Or are you apologizing because you brought, like, your friends showed up and woke up the fucking hydra and everyone was chill until that happened? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you apologizing for, Fluttershy? (laughs) Yeah. So at some point there's, like, this 
they're running from the Hydra. Um, there's this thing where, like, Pinkie Pie is, like, she's running uphill and, like, she starts vibrating again, so still doing the doozy yes. thing. And then just... Spike has Spike to push her. pushes her. But that's that's after Spike is the one that falls behind because he ends up in the mud too deep mm-hmm. for him to walk. And Twilight, again, has to go back and save him, which, like, damn, Twilight apparently got really good at running after the running of the horses mm-hmm. thing, the running of the leaves. Because, like, she's able to just turn around, sprint back, and then catch up with the group again. Mm-hmm. But the thing I wanted to point out was, um, when she goes to save Spike, like, all she does is just cram her entire head and neck under the mud and just, like, lift him up into the air and then run away again. Why aren't you telekinetic? Yes. <laughs> but also, the next time we see them, when, like, they're trying to catch up up the hill, and, like, this is right before Spike pushes, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, Pinkie Pie's vibrating body up the hill... Um, Spike is sitting, still sitting on Twilight's head, and Twilight's horn isn't there. (laughs) Which means Twilight put her head in the mud, put her horn up Spike's butt, and then just started running. And that is how Spike is staying on her head. You know a better way to keep him from falling off? No, but (laughs) damn, that's a weird thing to do to your uh, younger brother slash secondary, like, secondary citizen slash pet. Your little brother, my little brother slash son slash pet. Yeah. Slash apparently hood ornament. <laughs> uh, my horn cozy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your horn does feel pretty good when it's nice and cozy in me, dear. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you're just very but, cute when you're wearing your bottom hat. Yeah. It's a comfy hat. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, it's the same that Twilight and Spike don't get to enjoy it because they are running for their lives. Yes. Yes. This is very accurate. Mm-hmm. And then, this is where they get to that, like, chasm with, like, the, the stepping stones yes. across, right? So, it's very contrived. Like, mm. so it's, there's these two, like, opposing, you know, mountains or hills or whatever, separated by, like, a bunch of very skinny rock pillars that they have to jump across, one at a time. Like, if I was trying to explain this to your viewer, imagine, like, if a if you had like a sloping mountain, right? Just just like slopey mountainside, and then you just kind of took like a rectangular chunk out of the side of it. So you have like a slope up. That this is what our ponies were running on, and then just like a fucking vertical drop, and then some space, and then like a vertical climb up a cliff again, and then a ledge on the other side, and then just like I think it's like four pillars of like dirt in in between them. It's yeah, it's it's completely contrived, and I am very curious what caused that to happen yeah because there's some world building going on there that i am very curious about please thank you that or this is like again we're leaning a lot more on the looney tunes thing we're like you know the coyote and road rider thing takes place in arizona i think and there sure are an awful lot of like cliffs with boulders precariously perched on top yeah like i've been through arizona the mesas are beautiful not too many rocks just hanging out on the top yeah. of cliffs over roads Well, they and all stuff. got knocked down by coyotes running into cliffs. Oh, okay. No, that's fair. All right. That, may, that makes much more sense. Uh, natural selection. Yeah. So there's a whole thing where, like, you know, they start crossing one at a time because each one is only, like, big enough to fit one person at a time. It, yep. it, it feels like the sort of contrivance you would get in, like, a, okay, so I have to get... A wolf, a sheep, and a cabbage across the chasm, but I can't leave the sheep alone with Pinkie Pie. Yeah. 
I, I do appreciate that we actually have some continuity that I like. Because Fluttershy says it's just a hop, skip, and jump before she yep. goes over. Which was Dragon Chai stuff. Like, we, we had a whole episode yeah. about that. And they fucking remembered it. Yeah. And Fluttershy, to her credit, gets past just fine. Even mm-hmm. though, again, she forgot she can fly. Yeah. What she was doing early in the episode with a big cartload of frogs. I... <clears throat> so I actually have a theory on that now. Yeah. With how all this is going. I think... Fluttershy just um cannot fly when stressed. Yeah. It's one of it's like <clears throat> it's like like if if someone reminds you about breathing, like you start like consciously breathing yeah. rather than just subconsciously doing it. I think as soon as Fluttershy realizes like I am in trouble, I need to get away from something, her brain just doesn't go to flying. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because it seems to be a consistent trait that she will run away from stuff on the ground unless someone reminds her about her wings. Yeah. I'm, willing, I'm willing to believe that she, you know, her wings lock up when she's afraid or whatever. Which unfortunately is most yeah. of the time because she's fucking Fluttershy. But, uh... But... Yeah. I'm willing to... But, she, like, there's an entire Hydra that showed up and she and she was one of the only like people there that didn't freeze up. Like, she never needed any help up till then. Yeah. Like, it got to the hop, skip, and jump, and she just had to remind herself how to get across the chasm yeah. from the last time she had an episode about being horrified. And, like, none of this was about her being scared of shit. Like, she was running away from a credible threat that was, like, a monster yeah. and stuff. But, like, even during that, the thing that she did was apologize to a frog on the way by. Like, Fluttershy, when the episode isn't about Fluttershy being scared of things... Isn't actually that much of a scaredy pony. Yeah, Fluttershy's doing good in this episode. She she learned from yeah. her past experiences. I can't be too mad at her because she she does get mm. across just fine. Yeah, uh, I I remember when we had the Fluttershy episode. I brought yeah. this up. So like, I feel this proves my point more that like that episode was all about making Fluttershy way more scared of things than she normally yeah. is because that's what the plot needed. But like, man, it'd be nice if we just got to have these ponies be consistent as people more yeah but hey uh, uh, sorry <laughs> don't apologize nerds we're here to talk about the show uh, we're here to talk about the horse <laughs> i know i just feel like i've been doing so much of like the the narrating and everything this time around uh, that's what we're here to do dear you're good moi okay Jeez. fine uh, uh one fucking purple unicorn steals our podcasting equipment and i get just so nervous once we finally have it uh, set up again. i get it i get it our, yeah we broke our stride a bit but that's fine because um yeah long story short twilight forgets you can teleport yep yep uh like uh, like she uh, so what happens here is that like every everyone else gets across the chasm spike and the other four ponies uh Pinkie Pie gets a good bit of coyote time actually which is quite yeah. nice as well she like vibrates out over the chasm and then has to be pulled back and then jumps across normally yeah. afterwards yeah it's good luckily yeah. they grab her tail before she can look down so it's fine yeah exactly and uh as coyote time mm-hmm. do and then Twilight's talking to herself like okay what would a brave pony like Rainbow Dash do Calling our attention to the fact that if Rainbow Dash was here, she could just fly everyone across. It would be fine. Yep. Yeah, it would. Yeah, Rainbow Dash just isn't here. Whatever. Yep. She's getting force femmed. It's it's yeah. fine. Good for her. Yeah. And uh so Twilight 
charges the Hydra, getting it to, like, lose its balance by running through its legs. Yeah, like, the the running joke with this Hydra is that, like, three of the heads are angry and one of the heads is just kind of bored. Because, like, um, during the initial chase, like, three different heads tried to attack ponies and, like, you know, one, like, one of them tried to bite one that was on a rock and they jumped and bit the rock and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, like, once all three of them had made an attempt and failed, the fourth head was laughing at them. And this time around, like, all three heads want to try and attack Twilight. And the fourth head's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because Twilight goes between the Hydra's legs. So the three heads go under and, like, spins the body over to just, like, fucking land full body on top of the fourth head. Mm-hmm. Poor guy doesn't want to be involved in this shit. Yeah. He, he just wanted to be chill. And look at you assholes. Yeah. Fucking dropping your shared body on They're him. screwing it up for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and then... So, the Hydra is dealt with, and then... Or at least it's like... Twilight creates enough space between herself and the Hydra that she can negotiate the the chasm, but most of the... Mm-hmm. Most of the stepping stones are gone now. They've been destroyed by the Hydra. Yeah, the, the Hydra roaring and stuff, and stomping around, cause half the pillars to fall over, so now it's a huge, huge gap. Yeah, and... Twilight's looking at this like, there's no way I can jump that, and, uh, again, she forgets she can teleport? Yeah. There was that one episode where she just fucking repeatedly teleported next to Sleepy Applejack rather than walking. Yeah, like, but no. yeah, like even when she's, like, manic and clearly not in a good state of mind, Twilight, if anything, she should teleport more now, because she's, like, clearly in a bad state of mind. Yeah. And then <sighs> the, the the show takes over the ponies, and they stop being the people we know yep, they are. And then Pinkie Pie's like, Twilight, you have to take a leap of faith. And then she does, and then she jumps, and she almost gets there. Again, plenty of distance for her, like, short-range teleport thing to do. But uh, yep. instead she falls, bounces on this, like, big bubble that happens to be there. Yeah, and big, big. Big bubble bog. Yep, and then she bounces right up there, and she's fine. Uh, they they do do the very good thing of like, yeah, she because she like bounces over the rest of the stepping stones and and hits the like the wall on the other side and like shakes her head and and grins because she's safe and does a little cute little like squeeze of a squeaky toy sound yeah. that the show uses it's so a, often for this kind of stuff. It's a very good little smile from her. Yeah, that that exact moment was very like fandom brain triggering for me it was a because that that yeah that little like shake head grin thing was a a gif a friend of mine used quite often at the time so it's a very good little smile from her it's a good it's a good face and then Uh, pinkie pie is still vibrating if anything she's like vibrating to the point where her like body looks like it's about to fucking tear itself apart yeah and she's like oh twilight that wasn't the doozy and Twilight's so mad she evolves into Rapidash. <laughs> yep. Also another gif that I've seen hundreds of times. Yep. That had like the really angry face she makes beforehand. Show- showed up a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like even down to like Spike's like kind of mm-hmm. awkward smile before this was very like there's a lot of like good animation work like a lot of good character animation stuff with like Spike's like nervous little smile and stuff. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then and- she de-evolves from Rabidash. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I can't fight it any longer. Um, You win. You win. I believe. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. And then Which, that was the doozy. Mm, that's a, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and like Pinkie Pie was like fucking when she double checked that like you believe she was just fucking vibrating so hard that like she was becoming a fucking blur. Yeah, and then she like and once they play with the perspective tool on Pinkie Pie for a while, and then she inflates. Yeah, it's a it's a very Pinkie Pie. Yeah, it's a it's a pinky and it's a pie because she does that and then just like fucking walks away like nothing happened. Yeah. I fucking hate Pinkie Pie so much. <laughs> uh, what a shitty horse. <laughs> what a bad horse that uh, sucks. <laughs> this, this, this pony, take it back. I don't want this pony. Ladies, gentlemen, those of us who know better, this horse fucking sucks. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, so the doozy <sighs> is that Twilight believes now, and she's learned her lesson, and... Now she's wearing. She'll never question anything again. And now she's wearing her umbrella hat and, uh giggling with Pinkie Pie for no clear reason. Cause she's joined the Pinkie Cult, baby. Yeah, and then like, yeah. So the uh, Twilight's letter here is along the lines of, uh sometimes when your friends say God exists and does things, you just have to believe them or else they'll bully you and 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 uh make you feel like shit and drop stuff on your head until you agree with them yeah like there are things you can't explain but you have to believe in them anyways which like what like yeah like, like and again like this has been litigated so many times but like that doesn't really make sense as a moral right like yeah it's a shitty moral and like that's true of some <sighs> things but it's not true of i would say most things yeah like if it was, because, like, like, what they're going for is, like, some superstitions just, like, help people just get through the day and whatever, and it's, it's fine. Like, you don't need to be shitty about someone's, like, superstitious activity that, like, causes no problems for anyone. Yeah. Like, knock on the door twice before you go in. Okay, cool. It's, it's, it's causing no problem, except, like, the person behind you wanting to go through the door has to wait three seconds. Whoop-de-doo. Like... If that's what they're going for, there's a much better way to word this moral and a like a better way to have done this episode to be more about that, to not feel so like Pinkie Pie speaks in tongues and God tells Pinkie Pie to do things and that's always right because everything always works out correctly, so you gotta believe. Yeah. Or else the, the, the cult won't let you eat dinner. Exactly, right? Like, like the, again, oh, oh. I'll reference the post I keep referencing in the yeah. link below, but it's very much like, again, the process started with Pinkie Pie was like, oh, my knee hurts, it's gonna rain, and Twilight doesn't believe that. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah. Which is like, again, if someone has their harmless little beliefs or superstitions, you should let mm -hmm. them have that. Don't be a dick about it. But... Yeah. Yeah, like... And like, that that's what this episode could be about. Yeah. Like, it, it could be that. Like, I I agree. Art, like... Author's intent was not met, but like at a at a like author is dead level. Damn, this episode's about uh, cults. Yeah, huh? this episode is about you know. Oh, you can't prove it doesn't happen. Or, uh, yeah, like again, yeah. this is like. Uh, uh, there are so many. It's there are so many infuriating things I could compare this episode to that I won't because I think it would drag the mood down. But who boy? Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a frustrating mm. episode to watch. It's a frustrating moral. 
on the face of it. It's a frustrating episode to have to have lived through. Yep, because, like, yeah, Twilight's an asshole because if she isn't an asshole, that's the only way this episode works and the only way that, like, there's any sort of conflict, I guess? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> like, and, again, but, like, Lauren Faust, when she says faith, like... When she says faith, like, sure, there's a religious thing there, but, like, I don't know, do you have faith that we're mm. alone in the universe, that there are no al- that there are no aliens, or that aliens haven't visited Earth, or... Yeah, like, it, it, it's it's faith in the, like... Do you have faith that there's no Bigfoot, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. It It's it's faith in a thing because it... Uh, proof one way or the other is either impossible to get or doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, or, or in the case of Bigfoot, the proof of Bigfoot existing is so, like shoddy and easy yeah, to disprove exactly. that like it, yeah like and i understand that's the faith she meant but it's not the faith that came yeah, across the problem is that faith means something very specific especially in a context where you have like twilight the science-minded one and pinkie mm-hmm. pie who is not that yeah well you see the thing is uh facts don't care about <laughs> your feelings so uh uh, uh. And Twilight feels that her <laughs> facts are accurate, even though apparently they aren't. Uh, but that is more important than the feelings of medical professionals about trans- anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, trying not to bring the mood down right at the end. Uh, so hey, about uh, the twitchy tail that Pinkie Pie had at the end of the episode, Yeah, huh? so the twitchy tail is- so Spike has written his letter. We kind of pan up to him, like, he's sticking his head out of the, the upper story window of Twilight's library to, he's about to blow the fire to, you know, send the letter off. And then Celestia mm-hmm. lands on Twilight's balcony, takes the letter in her mouth and flies away? Yeah. What is this? With no comment. Yeah. And, like, all, Spike's like, like, she lands and he's just like, twitchy tail and she just fucking takes the letter yeah, she and she doesn't leaves. even nod like yeah and once she's like gone he says holy guacamole which like hi nice writing there guys does mexico exist <laughs> in this world uh, now because i don't think we've seen any fucking guac uh when are we gonna see an avocado pony who can't afford a house right Right? I mean, oh, is that me? Uh, we live in a house, dear. Oh, uh. Okay, but. Uh. We, li- we live in the upper floor of a random coffee shop cafe thing that we got isekai'd into. Like, we don't pay rent here, right? Yeah. Unless you're, you've been paying it and I, and I didn't know about it. And if so, damn. I, I didn't get hit by a damn horse truck to keep paying rent to some horse landlord. Okay, but then the point is we can't afford a house be- because we don't need to pay for one. But if we did, we wouldn't be able to afford one. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to say what the housing market is like here in Ponyville, but, um... Yeah. Non-existent, apparently, which, you know what? Good. Yeah. But, like... Huh... Uh, I can't wait to get a letter from some poor pony named Avocado Toast who can't afford a house. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, if there, there's gotta be an Avocado Toast, the Toast, like, Pony OC out there somewhere. And I love them. I don't know who you are, or where you are, or 
anything else, but I love you, Avocado Toast. You're wonderful. Keep trying. You'll get okay, there eventually. Yes, I did find someone's Avocado Toast Pony OC. Oh, good. Can can I? You can you can show me later. It's, it's good. We're all right. There you go, dear. Right, let, me just, let me just take a peek. Ah, they're adorable. Yeah, that's a cute horse, right? Are they actually a horse? That's a weird tail for a horse. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is like the tags just say. The tags just say, oh. you know, horse, mare. Might be, like, the artist's style, but also, like, this looks like it the... Looks like a hippogriff tail or something. Kieran? Yeah, it looks like Kieran from, like, the quiz we did that first episode before we even got in here. Yeah, and... So maybe it's that? The, I don't the know. link points to a, D a DeviantArt 404, and I can't find any reference, so... If there's any authorial intent, ah. it's lost to time. Uh, we do have some viewer mail that... Oh, Excellent! Bubble wrap dropped off on someone's head. Uh, not mine this time, by the sounds yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd know it would have, you know, been skewered on your horn. I don't, I don't think my horn tip is that sharp, no. but look, I'm not I'm not that safety pin boy <laughs> whose fetish is popping balloons at children's yeah. parties, okay? Yeah. All right, so. <clears throat> Hi. So, Beans and Grace, you've lit a spark in my brain. During your tangent about dragons, you declared for more trans-mask representation, which begs the question, have you heard of Jesse Nowacking? I think he's pretty cool for his voice acting and his educational series Pink Blue. Big love to both of you. Uh, it's not a name I'm familiar with. Yeah, um. so I, I looked him up uh, earlier. Uh, yeah, his name is Jesse Nowak. He's uh, spent some time in Seattle and California. I am Helsing Ultimate Abridged, Pokemon Abridged, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Yeah, a lot of stuff huh. like that, apparently. Interesting. I, I only watched a few of those uh, Abridged series Way back huh. when. Yeah, so. was in 2064 read-only memories, apparently. As Zin slash Cactus Canary. He also, apparently, mm -hmm. provides the narration for the video series on transition at, at Seattle Children's Gender Clinic, which I did not know existed before Fuck now. yes! What a good dude! He is also, quote, the CEO of, and founder of Wholesome Himbo Entertainment, LLC. Fuck, yes, this boy is good. I, I know nothing about about him, but listener, please go look at his content. This sounds amazing. Yeah, he seems nice. Uh, I'm now very nervous at some point there will be someone listening to this after like a milkshake ducking incident. But I mean, that's my concern anytime I recommend anyone yeah. I don't know personally. Yeah. Uh, well, we can blame it on this anonymous letter writer if anything happens. Okay, perfect. There we go. Either way, um, when we are free of... of being stuck as ponies eventually years from now i will have to look look this man up mm -hmm. for content and uh we have another letter here uh dear graceful spark mm -hmm. and spilled beans today's episode referring to uh your target audience doesn't have toes to uh art of the dress today's episode yep. features one of the series' musical highlights in the art of the dress fun fact brony music was my gateway to becoming interested in the show i figured with a fandom as talented as this the show must be good glad i was right these are my favorite and most nostalgic tracks. Alex S, Party with Pinky, Pinkie Pie Square, Sunshine and Shellery Socks, Six of Lasers, They Will See Me. Do y'all have any favorites in the brony genre that you'd like to share? With friendship, Noel. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to need to have a moment to try and remember. Because uh, there's one song that I, I'm, I'm trying to recall the artist for. Um, do, do, you have, do you have answers? Well, here's the weird thing. I never really got into, like the fan music for the show like i feel like i'm i'm a damn outlier here really? because like i have no nostalgia for i don't know that discord i'm hell at the moon song it's a fine song i've heard it since but like 
I don't know. I never listened to no living tombstone or hidden toaster or whatever. And like, I know everyone else did. I hear it was good, but I just never got into that stuff. I would listen to like the music from the show a bunch. There's a reason art of the dress is like burned into my brain, but I have no Mm -hmm. particular fondness for any brony music. I'm afraid. I guess I missed Uh, out. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I think it was a living tombstone one. Um, Okay. So I have, I actually have three answers on this one. Oh yeah, give me them horse answers. Um, because actually, I guess it's four. Anyway, um, uh, wooden toaster. Uh, Beyond her garden was a very good one, which was uh, about carrot top. Actually, it was it was just generally a bop. It was like a dance corey sort of music. It was whatever. Wooden toaster mm-hmm. was great. He he did some good songs. Most of them are kind of forgettable, but like whatever. The, the Beyond Her Garden was was one that I listened to a lot, just because it was a it was a song that really vibed with me at the time. Um, currently, um, God, there was a like actual like metal band that did a cover of the Cutie Mark Crusaders song, like the one they do on stage. It's like the hair metal, but like hair metal, an actual prof- yes, but like an actual professional band that did it. I do not remember their name because it is the only song from them i ever listened to but i i enjoyed that even if i didn't listen to it very often um uh 20 cooler by ken ashcorp is still a song i listen to now because i just like ken ashcorp's music he hasn't posted much in a while i hope something didn't happen anyway and the final one because this is the problematic fave of the group uh we've done very well to never say it but i need to say it just once just so we know exactly what word i'm talking about um gypsy bard from uh friendship is witchcraft god does that word song use the g slur a lot in it but also it is a fucking bop and i love everything about it except for that um and unironically i have at times of like wanting to get into playing a D character that's a bard like i have wanted to try and use that song try and find a way to not use the g slur in it as much at, or at all really as like a character point because like it's a fucking good song but also yeah. <sighs> the, the one like, the one brony music fact i know is uh eurobeat brony uh you know one of the two folks who worked on that discord i'm howling at the moon song everyone seems to have heard of mm-hmm. uh she's trans now baby Oh fuck yeah! Good for her. She Damn came right. Out in like, Good content. She came out in May 2021. Holy fuck! And uh, you know what? I found her on the Eurobeat Wiki. We'll try to make sure I was remembering the right person. And uh, congratulations, Eurobeat Wiki, for like being cool about it and not dead naming her and using the right pronouns all the way through. Fuck like, yes! There, there's Good a whole content. section titled "Songs Released Under Her Dead Name" or under you know initial period last name does not dead name her use the right pronouns all the way through good job eurobeat wiki damn i'm legitimately impressed looking at most of the people i know who like listen to a lot of eurobeat um were all the kinds of people be really shitty about trans pronouns when i still interacted with Mm -hmm. them ever so also hey she's fucking cute she looks good Um, dang Jessa Stebbins, if you're yeah, listening there's... and you'd like to be on the podcast, email us at whatever at isekai.horse. You might read your letter on the air. Yeah. Look, it, if you if you somehow came across this and you were someone who did, like, fucking brony music and stuff, 
like, yeah, please, please come talk to us. We'd love to have you end up on the show. We'll, we'll try and work out getting a a temporary horse trucking. It's fine. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we'll just hit you by like a horse car, like a car being driven by a horse. Oh yeah. Horse bike. A horse tuk tuk. Ah. Wait, that's just a, that's just a horse drawn carrot at some point. I mean, or a handsome cab, perhaps. Yeah. I wish I could be handsome. Uh, I just got these hooves. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just hoofsome now. Fuck. Uh, also, yes, yeah, she's very mm-hmm. cute. Damn. Right? Good luck. Fuck. Ah. Uh, Once again, <laughs> the the brony fandom had two two <laughs> outlets, and it was either Nazis or trans yep. girls. I, I will argue there's a third outlet, and it is in your basement merit to your Twilight Sparkle flashlight plush. But regardless, congratulations, Jessica. Yeah, for- all right. Picking the best outcome. I knew you could do it. Yeah. I didn't know you could do it. I don't know you. I've barely heard of you until mm-hmm. like a, a year or so ago. But congrats. Uh, here we yeah. are. Let's let's keep doing these weird parasocial relationships, <laughs> baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a parasocial relationships right here. Uh, this is an audio format, so you can't see that I'm gesturing to my nuts. Uh, they're very cute Thank nuts, you. though. I quite like smooching them. But yes. Um, I, I listened to a lot of pony music back when that was a, a thing. Like, I kept listening to it even after I stopped watching the show. So, I don't know. Must have been good. Most of it's uh, trash. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it, like, it was the, you know, late 2010s. So, you know the genre of, like, small artists, like, like the 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 evolution of dubstep where it's not, like, I always hate when dubstep is, like, the thing that breaks music, rather than, like, when people use the web effect as, like, an instrument as part of the song. And a lot of the uh, Pony fan base, at least the ones I listen to, were pretty good at, like, you can actually use some light webbing as, like, part of a chorus, rather than, like, we're gonna have a song, and then we're just gonna have some noise effects for a while, and then go back to the song again. I have opinions about dubstep. Good. Yeah, and it was a, uh, it was it was just in that window when a lot of uh, uh, very like small artists were learning that like dubstep can be good if used lightly. Mm-hmm. It is a seasoning, not a main course. Like a lot of things about the pony fandom, it was in the right place in the right time. Yeah, exactly. Huh. <sighs> right. Yeah. Well, that's all the letters I have. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to bring up, dear? Excellent. Ah. Uh... No, I I think that's everything. Um, I'm sorry for the long hiatus we had in the middle of all this. Someone but like, stole our podcasting equipment. Hmm. Took fucking time to set it back yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, had to fix things. Had to let off steam. Had to. Fortunately, Twilight wasn't paying super close attention, so we don't have to explain all that much. But oh, uh, there might be fallout there. Yeah. We will see. Yeah. I mean. The thing is, she did steal it while the episode was controlling her, so maybe she doesn't remember mm-hmm. it too clearly, since pretty much all these ponies seem to forget the, like, general flow of events in episodes that are, like, controlling their brain. Uh, for the most part. I can only part. hope. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we mm-hmm. get there. We'll smooch that horse when we get there. Yeah. Oh shit, Twilight's gonna turn into a princess at some point. We're gonna have to deal with that. Yeah, we're gonna have to deal with having a, you know, 
Uh, God Princess breathing down our necks. Yeah, we're. I guess hmm. we should make. I guess we should make friends with her now, huh? Get on her good side. I mean, I've been like, you know, being being nice to her and chatting, uh, yeah. chatting her up when we, whenever she wants some coffee and stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, she's she's a nice enough think, horse. Yeah. Need some yeah. work on her. When the episode isn't making her be an asshole to people, yeah. she's pretty good. Yeah. Need some advice on her cackling and her mad scientist affectations, but. Well, it could be there. a learning experience for both of us. Yeah, my my brain's dredging up some. Some some memories of, of her getting into some mad science moods but in later oh. episodes, but. We'll we'll approve of her work and how far she's coming when we it's get there. It's a good there. gender for her. I'm rooting for. Her. Yeah. In mm-hmm. front of the machine she stole. Also, yes. Telling her she can't steal it again. <sighs> if she asked, it would uh, have been fine. But no. Right. Ah, uh, I'm remembering the like Metal Gear Solid episode. Yeah, happen Solid at some Sparkle point. Baby. Looking forward to it. That's a good episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Alright. Mm-hmm. Truly it was. We were hit by a horse truck and got Iskat into Equestria. I have been the internet's beloved Graceful Spark. You can find my writing programs, oh, podcast posts, everything else is fit to plug at princess.software. Beans, darling, where can we find you? Yeah, I'm the I'm the one who's running the uh the, the uh horse isekai Twitter account. Uh, if you want to find the stuff that is done by the parts of my brain that are not stuck in Equestria, that is dracos.art. D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot art. Hell yeah. See you around, folks. Mwah. Bye.